Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast. I'm so excited to have corrective massage therapist and wellness coach, Miss Carolyn, AKA Miss C with us today. Miss C specializes in helping people get rid of trauma in their body so they can live healthy and free lives, all while transforming their mental and physical well-being. I'm so excited to have someone that has completely changed my life for the best on this podcast today. We're going to be discussing what it means to have stored trauma and how to recover from it. How are you doing today, Missy? I'm doing great. Thank you, Janelle. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so happy you decided to come out today. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Yes, yes. So I just wanted to get started um, by saying, you know, when I first started coming to you, it was you kind of taught me what a real massage was and what that looked like because you emphasize it on, on a lot about how a lot of people don't necessarily know like what they're doing or how to do that corrective massages and that type of stuff. Can you emphasize on that? Yeah, the, the specialization that I have um, requires a lot of extra education Yeah, um, and a lot of extra experience. Yeah. Um, so if people are just learning that, yeah. which is awesome because we need more. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, there's a lot it's yeah. a lot to learn how to work with spirit, mind, body all at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, figure out where things are stored yes. and how a particular person will release that. Yes. It's different. So I remember we had a conversation about something that you experienced and how that resulted in you choosing a career field where you are solely focused on helping people achieve like the ultimate autonomy I remember I asked you a question and I said if there was one thing you can do for free for the rest of your life you said you would do exactly this so what was it that brought you to this point in this moment in your life it's a great question um personal story um I had gotten really really sick in my mid-20s almost died should have died (laughs) wow and recovery was long yeah I was in bed for about four years I had several surgeries thrown in there because I wasn't doing anything else. (laughs) Four years? Mm -hmm, It was a long time. And so when I could finally do more Mm -hmm. than go from the bed to the toilet and back, literally, the first time I stopped in the kitchen and I took the dishes from the sink and put them in the dishwasher, I ripped all the muscles in my chest doing that. Mm. So every time I tried a new daily activity, that's what would happen to the muscle group involved. Wow. And so when your body heals from... A physical trauma like that there's emotional trauma that comes into play spiritually you're affected um, the physical piece was my my soft tissue had basically kind of fused uh, from oh, the wow. top of my head to the bottom of my feet yeah. with a lot of scar tissue adhesions and I couldn't move very well and I hurt a lot yeah and uh, I woke up one day and couldn't move my head very well was terrified of chiropractors Mm. (laughs) but um, there was one in town who'd been practicing a while and I knew several folks who had been seeing him and I figured well he hasn't killed him yet let me give this a try yeah 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 (laughs) and so I went in he did help me with my neck but um he had a therapist in his office that did work like this and she and I did two hour sessions once a week for two years to get me to be able to move again wow it was rough but it was eye-opening and that was my first education with yeah. the kind of work that I do now yeah that's crazy yeah. I didn't know that it was four years yeah, it was a long time because every time I would start to get better yeah. something else would go wrong and I'd need another surgery and then start to get better yeah. and something else it was just it was a long time wow and then like I feel like sometimes like when you are going through like an experience like that traumatic experience, there's just like this this constant layer of like this mental battle that kind of seems like it keeps getting added on. Very much so. Um, 
you have to understand, I came out of high school, uh, junior national volleyball player, competitive swimming, track and wow, field. Yeah. I knew how to work really hard. Yeah. But when you go through something like that, mm-hmm. it takes you to a level you didn't know you could overcome. Yeah. And that's a mental thing. Yeah. It's a spiritual thing. And it's a physical thing. And you can't work on one without working on the other two. It just, mm-hmm. it affects, right? So, yeah, it, it was tough. And in that process, you know, I'm doing physical therapy. And mm-hmm. you get done with physical therapy, but I wasn't functional, yeah. right? I couldn't do all the things that I needed to yeah. be able to do. And so I thought maybe personal training was the next thing. And I had trainers injure me because they didn't understand how wow. to regress back far enough yeah. to where I was. Um, so that's hard. It really messes with your mind. Wow. That, so I remember when I first started coming to you about my hip replacement, mm-hmm. it had been almost four years since I broke my hip. So I had went to numerous people. I had people telling me I needed to do this need to do that. I was like trying everything. Like I was in and out. I did like the lymphatic, like the soft brushing lymphatic massage, right. all of that. And I remember the first day that I came to you, you literally told me, you're like, your lymphatic system is not even activating properly. Right. So like you reactivated that, you reactivated. I remember going home and and a week had went by and I literally lost five pounds. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's like, not uncommon, but yes. It, it it was insane. And then after I got off the table, I literally slept. When I tell you I slept mm-hmm. like a sleep I had never had in my entire life, I slept. When I left you, I can't remember what time it was, but I remember sleeping until the next day. I remember wow. I went home and I was like, I'm going to take a shower, but I can't even take a shower. I completely crashed. And when I remember when I was on your table, I had this... I kept saying to you, I was like, I think I'm going to cry. Yes. And it wasn't even just like you breaking down all of that, all of those like issues going on with my body. I think it was like, wow, trauma has really changed me. Yes. And can you talk a little bit more about how trauma lives in the body? And sometimes like where's, where would you say trauma is mostly placed? Like Mm -hmm. where would you say trauma mostly goes? That's a really good question. Um, Very difficult to answer because each person is different. Mm, Okay. So can we use your example with your hip? Yes. Um, There was a lot of painful area around Mm -hmm. your hip, obviously, Mm -hmm. and a lot of adhesions. Yeah. But when we work that tissue, you automatically have stored some there because yeah. that was the site of injury mm, right mm-hmm. so as we go about manipulating that tissue and moving things if you're ready emotionally and spiritually to release and process yeah then you will through that um, but at the same time that doesn't mean that you won't have other traumas yeah. stored elsewhere in your body mm. from that same experience wow because typically a trauma affects so many areas of our life yeah it, it isn't just one thing it wasn't for you just uh, I can't walk for a while I have yeah. to have the surgery and and I have to heal that it, it encompassed so much more yeah and as did my situation right so being a very vibrant, active, healthy young woman to on my deathbed mm-hmm. was a fast. Yeah. And that shakes you. Right? Yeah. You face, oh, I'm not here forever. Yes, <laughs> right? yes, yes. Right. So with that and the healing and all the process you go through to heal, it definitely rocks your world. So 
In my case, um, emotional release is what we call that, by the mm -hmm. way, when you have that emotional flood. Like that breakdown. Yeah. And that it's breakthrough. A good thing. It's that a breakthrough. breakthrough. Yes. yes. It's a very good thing because, mm -hmm. again, we're spirit, mind, body. Yes. We can't separate that, even though our culture tries to. Yes. So when you have a breakthrough on one of those, mm -hmm. you'll have breakthroughs on others. Mm -hmm. And so you were having breakthrough physically on the table, and then the emotion caught up. Mm -hmm. And you were then able to have breakthrough and release on the emotion. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So for me, being in bed all that time, uh, the, the sickness I got was lung related. So being able to breathe, mm -hmm. I appreciate every single breath. Wow. It's almost like every breath is emotional to me. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. But my hips and back from being in bed and being immobile are what were the hardest for me to rehab. Mm -hmm. And even to this day, I can get emotional release. And this has been a lot of years ago. Wow. So it, it's a process. It's a journey. You can't think you're going to get on someone's table and mm -hmm. get up and you're done. It, it's a process to get <laughs> messed up, if I can word it that way. Yeah. And it's a process to undo yeah. and to heal. Wow. Every breath. Every I am breath. thankful for every single breath. Yes, ma'am. One other question I really want to ask you is, like, do you think that because you do a lot of physical work too, uh -huh. like especially for people that have had physical traumatic experiences. Yes. Do you think that emotional trauma can also change a person's body? Absolutely. It, it, it does. I see it every day. So if people are in a narcissistic um, abuse type relationship and mm. they have all that emotional yeah. baggage, it pulls their body down, it pulls their body forward and all the things that go with that physically yeah. stick. Wow. Yeah. So that's a huge thing. And I have seen people on the table start to loosen up the physical mm -hmm. and it enlightened their mind. Like they were like, why am I like this? Wow. Why am I so forward and drawn in? Why am I so protecting? Mm -hmm. And then they'd start answering their questions in time. It's a process. Mm -hmm. And they would realize, oh, my God, I'm trying to protect myself from my partner or my parent or my whatever it is. Yeah. I've had a couple moments on the table with you. Right. Right. It, it's like some next it's it's like what you do is I feel like everybody should experience it <laughs> thank you and it's crazy to say because you always tell me you're like you still need to get the the relaxing massages you still need to get yeah, those things definitely but whenever I go to someone else or I do something else it's just like I know what it's supposed to feel like I know what it's supposed to be like since going to you um and when you said yes to interviewing I was super excited because I just like, I talk to you a lot about trauma and stuff. And one thing that I really wanted to also, like, this is just like a, a question, like up in the air question. Sure. You can answer however. <laughs> Do you believe that trauma can actually be passed down to a, to a child? Absolutely. Like say a mother's carrying a child. And she's Absolutely. Wow. Yes. Okay. There's a book. What was the name of this book? My Grandmother's Hands. Yes. You told me about, okay. yes, yes, yes. I, I can't remember the author's name at this moment. I'm so sorry, but it's a fantastic book. And mm -hmm. he talks about exactly that. Wow. How chronic trauma actually changes DNA. Ooh. DNA, the stuff that tells us who yes. we are, right? Yes. And so if you have changed the DNA because of trauma, and then you go have kids, you're having kids and passing on that changed DNA. Whoa. Hello. Wow. Right. And then let's say those kids go on and maybe they experience a trauma. Yeah. Now their DNA has changed from the changed you gave them and now wow. they have kids. You see what I'm saying? So um, this book talks about how to begin changing that back. Yeah. 
So it, it's phenomenal. But yes, that is definitely a thing. Wow. Do you think that a person can 100% heal from trauma? That's a really good question. And I think we have to start with our definition of heal. Mm, okay. You gonna all, every time I talk to you, you're going to always school me on something. I'm like, dang, she'd be having me thinking. But, but go and get into it, Missy. I'm okay. ready for it. <laughs> Too often, especially in our culture, yeah. we think of healing as if becoming like it never happened. Mm. If nothing else, our mind is never going to not remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. So can we physically, sure, can we mentally get healthy and healed? Sure. Yeah. Can we spiritually get healed and healthy? Yes. But that doesn't mean we aren't going to remember it. Mm. In fact, remembering it sometimes is how we get to the healing. Okay. Does that make sense? Because a no, lot of people sense. repress, right? Yeah. Their mind protects them. Yeah. So they repress. Yeah. And then when they start to remember, whether it's flashbacks or, mm -hmm. or whatever it is for them, mm -hmm. then they can begin the journey of healing. Wow. So have you ever, because we talk about the breakthrough and stuff, have you ever had people on the table just completely lose it? Yes. Absolutely. So this is why I went back to school. I'd been uh -huh. practicing a while. Because you're, you're, you're like, you're also like a, like a mental therapist too. Like right. it's like physically, emotionally, everything. Right. So I was having a lot of people on the table. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason at that time, they were flashing back, like for the first time realizing, oh my God, I was sexually abused as a child. Ooh, yeah. Or other people who had been in abusive relationships mm -hmm. physically and sexually, and they are processing this on the table, Ooh. and they're a mess. And as a massage therapist, you can't counsel. Yeah. You can't, you know. And to give somebody a business card at the end of session that says, here's a therapist, mm -hmm. all they really hear is something's wrong with you. Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. Wow. Nothing. Yeah. If you think about like PTSD. Yes. Okay. And we have thought about that as a, a society more in terms of soldiers going to war. Mm -hmm. If a soldier goes to war, and does and sees and witnesses all these horrific things that humans were not really built to do mm -hmm. and comes back and has PTSD. Mm -hmm. They're treated as if they have something wrong. Mm. I think something's wrong if they go and do all of that and don't come back changed. Ooh. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So again, let's take this to civilization, like yeah. ci civilians rather. Um, if a woman goes through a rape, and doesn't mm -hmm. come out of that changed. Yeah. Uh, right? That's just not even possible, right? Yeah. So <laughs> we, we have to define healing. We have to define all of these things in a way that leaves room for growth, mm -hmm. eliminates stigma, mm -hmm. and actually offers the helping solution. Wow. So how would you go about healing? Myself? Like, or say someone came to you and you had you had someone that had, because PTSD, all this different stuff, if you could b go beyond the borders mm -hmm. of, you know, not being able, because you said that you're not able to fully, you know, give advice or feedback, sure. you're just there. Right. So if you had full control, what mm -hmm. would be someone, someone that had a traumatic experience, someone that's been sexually assaulted, what, what would you ideally say would be the right way for them to go about healing? Okay. So let me just backtrack a little bit and say, because of the people releasing yeah. on the table at those levels, I went back to school and I got my master's in psych, like you yeah. just implied. 
um, for counseling. Now, I'm not a counselor. I didn't know you went back and got your... That's amazing. Yeah. Because as a massage therapist, I, yeah. I can't do all yes, of that. Yes, right? it's a lot. But as a life coach, I can. And yeah. I wanted the education behind me to support that so that I could best help. So okay. I'm not a counselor, even though I have all that education. Yeah. I've not sat for the state exam. That's not what I do. Yeah. But life coaching for people when yeah. they're on the table and if they need more than that then I do have counselors that I can refer to because having that network is really important um, so to your question now about what would be the ideal way everybody's different yeah everybody's physical experience is different everybody's mental and emotional experience is different mm-hmm. and everybody's spiritual experience is different mm-hmm. so I can have two people come to see me in my massage practice for similar symptoms. Yeah. They got there different ways. Yeah. So the way they undo that is going to be different. They aren't mm. going to be the same. That makes sense. So the work I do is not protocoled. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very much about kind of assessing and feeling what the person is ready for. Yeah. I guess is a good way to explain it. So because people come to me for the body work part, yeah. that's where we start. If they are trauma aware themselves and know to communicate with me, yeah. hey, I'm a trauma survivor, they can go into it or they don't have to, yeah. right? Then we can begin to work on that also. Yeah. Um, I will let people know mm-hmm. when we do this body work, yeah. you might have emotional release, it's normal. Yes. Allow it, it's part of your journey. And they're like, Oh, like they don't hear that. We're so busy trying to get people to stop crying and mm-hmm. stop because we're uncomfortable with yes. it. That's not what this work is about. This work is all about helping that person mm-hmm. do their healing journey successfully. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so there's like, there's like a lot of like key things that you like talked about. Um, I've been seeing like this huge trend about the lymphatic system. Yeah. Like significantly. Mm-hmm. And there's dry brushing, there's like the soft stroking one, all of all of these components. But um, can you talk about the importance of having a lymphatic system that is healthy so in, in a, a lymphatic system that actually works? Yes. I had like made a TikTok like a while ago and I had showed people how to do the lymphatic drainage. You told me how to do every I do it twice a day. Good girl. Right? <laughs> so awesome. like it's been helping with my skin, my skin health, my sleep, yes. everything. Yes. And so I do it twice a day. And so I was like, you know what? I'm bored. How about I just show some people how to do it on the thing? I wasn't expecting it to do well at all and it blew up and then people kept asking me I was like that's my lady Missy listen (laughs) I can't even take credit on this this my lady Missy does like can you drop her information I was like you know what she's booked and busy but when she which you know when she has some space maybe I will (laughs) can you talk about the importance of lymphatic health yes absolutely so I have to give credit where credit is due Mm -hmm. I learned that part of the work I do from Dr. Perry Nicholson Um, on social media he is um, stop chasing pain and mm. he is phenomenal. Yeah. The lymphatic work. And I think you and I also talked about vagus nerve for oh, getting yeah. back into rest, restore, and repair. Yeah. Because we're always in fight or flight. Yeah. Especially as trauma survivors. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's a whole nother talk for a whole nother day. Yes. <laughs> but that that's where I learned this stuff. Okay? Yeah. So credit to him. Um, the lymphatic system, in general terms, is your body's trash hauler. It's getting Ooh. rid of all the stuff that your body doesn't want in it. That's harmful for your body. Yeah. And it runs really closely with our circulatory system. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't function like our circulatory system. It requires movement. Yeah. And it requires movement on all planes, which most of us don't do. Mm. And so with that said, 
and the hint that we're mostly operating in fight or flight. Stress is the number one thing uh, that creates toxin for the body. A lot of us mm. think it's what we put in our body, which also matters, mm. but stress creates the most toxins in our body. So we're living these high stress lives in fight or flight all the time, and our lymphatic systems aren't purging out the waste. Yeah. That leads to systemic inflammation. It leads to a lot of um, immune issues. It leads to a lot of problems. Pain in the body anywhere Ooh. can be a result of that. Yeah. So it just makes sense that mm -hmm. you want your lymphatics functioning correctly. Yeah. So you don't have to be sick to know, <laughs> yeah. I want this functioning correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you are going to head into a surgery or you are coming out of some kind of illness or you have an autoimmune situation, then this is a really important thing to do. Wow. Yeah. I have um, a couple of autoimmune patients right now that were unable to drive anymore. They had to quit their jobs, move back home with their parents yeah. because they were so, I'm going to use the word disabled. It's, it's not the right word, but yeah. I'm going to use it. And it was simply lymphatics and vagus nerve. We wow. did that for like a month consistently and, and they they're back to work. They're back to driving. I mean, it's just phenomenal what our bodies do. And it's such an easy routine that you've right. taught me. It's so, you can do it at home. You don't need any tools but your hands. Like, yes. it's exactly. It's crazy. And, and no um, discredit to the uh, lymphatic work that's done out there in spas or whatever. But I would just encourage people to do the deeper work first so that mm -hmm. the lighter stuff has somewhere to go. Yeah, because you told me that, because when I... Cause you, I remember when I posted the video, people were saying you could do dry brushing too. Right. And you were like, it won't work yeah. if, if, if it's not properly activated, like right. you can do all of these things. It won't work. Mm -hmm. And then after we had a conversation, like I remember I did some research after and it was saying that it can make it very hard for you to lose weight. Yes. Like here's a really interesting thing. <laughs> oh, our bodies are amazing. So bodies are weird, right? A lot going on in there. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yes. So your body will create fat to build around toxins to protect Ooh, your body from the toxin. Wow. So a lot of times people who have been trying to lose weight and can't, mm -hmm. like literally they're doing all the things that they should and they can't. Yeah, there can be metabolic issues. There can be mm -hmm. hormone issues. That's all true. But sometimes it's just as simple as there's too much toxin and it can't get out and their bodies are trying to protect them. Ooh. So it can be fat building on top of fat. Yes. Building on top of fat. Sure. Because there's toxins. Wow. I don't know. Uh, I've heard a lot that um, when you lose weight, you need to drink extra water because fat stores toxin. Mm -hmm. It's actually the other way around. Mm. Toxin gets encapsulated by fat to protect the body. Whoa. Yeah. And so once it's encapsulated like that, and then you lose the fat, it just rushes um, toxin into your system for your lymphatic to take out. Yeah. But if your lymphatic isn't clear, yeah. then it won't happen. Wow. It'll build more fat. I remember before I started coming to you, I used to get the worst scar tissue to the point where I couldn't even yeah. move or do anything. Mm -hmm. And since I've been coming to you, like, it's just so crazy to say this because I, I say this all the time to, like, my friends and stuff. I'm like, this woman literally came in and changed my entire life. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, literally, like, I, I've never felt so good in my life. I've never felt so 
excited to work out good my Mm -hmm. and you know just someone that like you know has up and down depression and things like that I've never been so consistent good well pain is a huge thing yes our minds adapt to the pain that we think we have to live with yeah and that isn't fun it actually in time creates chemistry changes that can contribute to depression anxiety all the things so I have to say my hat's off to you because you took the information and education you were given and you Mm -hmm. used it I I can talk to people all day long. (laughs) Yeah. And if they don't do it, they don't get better. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's on you. You have to do it. So whenever you do these massages, you you put a lot of yourself into it. You put a lot of love into it. You put a lot of passion into it. How do you feel after? After a massage? Yes. Fantastic. Really? Absolutely. Because so so some massage so sometimes when people are like massaging me, if I if I get a facial or something, I'll ask them like, "How is this for you?" And they'll be like. I like it. And I'm like, do you ever get tired of it? And they're like, yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm pouring all of my energy into them. So I have to go back and kind of uplift myself. I have to go back and restore my energy. Okay. Yes. I see what you're asking about. Yes. So self-care as a therapist is really, really important. Yeah. The first thing that we have to do is recognize our own limitations. Oh yeah. Okay. You need In to that. you need to write a book. I am. In <laughs> that. <laughs> In that we have to realize Our ego is not what needs to be in the room. Ooh. What needs to be in the room is us reading our client, Mm -hmm. hearing them, Mm -hmm. and seeing what needs to happen to facilitate their healing. Yeah. Okay. So if we ditch ego. Yeah. And we respect our own limitations. I mean that physically as well. Yeah. I'm not doing six and seven hours of massage a day. Oh, Okay. I did eight one day and I couldn't get out of bed for two days. My body hurt so bad. That was just not smart. So I do five a day. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have my days off and my time off. Mm -hmm. I don't exceed my maximums. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as I get older, my maximums will change. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. God willing, I'll still be next to a massage table at 98 years old. Yeah. I won't (laughs) be doing 25 of them a week. But (laughs) you know what I mean? So we have to do that. We have to get our own self-care. We have to go get the massages, get the adjustments, um, do our own workouts, eat healthy, rest, um, hydrate, all the things. And the other reason we have to do that is because if if we're not doing that, how can we expect you to do it when we tell you to? Mm. That just doesn't even make sense, right? It's like the very overweight doctor telling you to lose weight. Excuse me? Yes. <laughs> you got you got to be a representation of what... You do. Yeah. And and it's a way to speak educatedly. Yeah. Right? Because you're experiencing it to the people that you're helping. So for those reasons, I don't feel terrible. In fact, I'm the person that when I go on vacation, if I haven't put my hands on somebody in a few days, I'm looking around, twitching a little Just bit. Waiting. Like, Just waiting. Just waiting. Look like at my husband like, come here, I need a massage right now. <laughs> <laughs> you really love it. I do. And I a lot of people don't do. love their job. And if you don't, please get out of it. Find your passion and follow it. Yes. There is room for you. Yes. So one, this is like a personal question. Okay. You can, an- you can answer it any type of way. Okay. What is something that you had to give up to be where you are right now in life? Hmm. What is something I had to give up to be where I am now? And it could be something you had to surrender. It could it could be it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative. It could be hmm. a growth. Like I had to grow in this direction or like So I'm a, I'm gonna answer it two different ways. Okay. I had to get rid of ego. 
Yeah. Okay. I love my work. Mm -hmm. I am absolutely honored to do this work. Mm -hmm. It's very humbling when people like yourself say, what a big change it has made in your life. Yes. Okay? And I, I hear a lot of that, and I'm so thankful for that. But it's easy to have ego about it. Yeah. And I just always remind myself, it's not about me. Mm, yeah. It's just not about me. Yeah, I've gotten the education. I've, I've done the things to be here. But in the end, it's not about me. Okay. So ego is something I had to get rid of. Yeah. Um, to be where I am. The other thing I would say is not give up, but how I spent my time. Mm. Um, I've done a lot of extra education, as mentioned before. And that education could be a class. Yeah. It could be going to Cadaver Lab, because yeah. I've done that several times. Um, it could be I'm at home on the weekend reading through an anatomy and physiology book because I dig it. Yeah. And that's still education. So yeah. it's time. When my friends were going out and doing whatever they do, I was studying. I was helping someone. Yeah. I was, you know, and, and that would that that's a reprioritization I would call it I don't feel like I gave up and lost out yeah I feel like I changed my priority and did what I needed to do and I'm yeah. glad that I did wow so you are someone that 100% I feel like your your work is really reflective over the time that you took out to learn it and understand it I would hope yeah no, I, I yeah, 100% I f like that's, <laughs> I don't know, like it's, every time I talk to you, I, I literally learn something new every single time or like you'll check me. You'll be like, nope, Janelle, that's not, <laughs> that's not how it's done or right. nope, you need to do it this way. And you're very, very honest. And I like that you're always honest, like with me. Thank you. And I'm, I already know you're very honest, like with your, with your mm -hmm. clients too. That's how I think we should live life. A hundred, yeah. It's, yeah, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the people who don't like it go away. No, <laughs> no. It simplifies, right? No, seriously. Yeah. So what advice would you give to someone who, how can I say this, someone who is on the verge of giving up or saying, my body might not ever heal itself, um, this trauma in my life, I don't know if I can get through this. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone? Well... The first thing I would say is I understand because mm -hmm. I do understand that feeling yeah. and it's a very frustrating and hopeless feeling. Mm -hmm. I would also say make peace with the idea that you may never recover to what your idea of recovered is. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We have to be realistic. Yeah. Sometimes when people have come to me after they've been in horrific accidents or had surgeries go bad or whatever it is, you're not going to be all the way back to normal, what, whatever yeah. it is you're thinking normal was. But you can be better than mm -hmm. where you are now. Yeah. And so then I would encourage them to think about working the process, whatever that's going to be for them, yeah. to get to that better than where they are right now. Um, you know, there's a timing thing for people, and sometimes part of their process of healing is sitting in that for a minute. As hard yeah. as it is for us to watch them do that, sometimes that's what brings them clarity. Sometimes mm -hmm. what brings them the drive to then push through what they have to push through to get to the better. It's like the chicken coming out of the egg. Yeah. It's a struggle. It's work. It's hard. Yeah. But that's what makes it strong enough to stand after it comes out. Yeah. If if it's helped out, it's not going to make it. Yeah. Right? And you also said that 
any traumatic experience that you experience, mm-hmm. you can't come out of it the same way. No, I don't think so. You can recover and heal. Yeah. But because you're always going to remember and hopefully take lessons forward, whatever those are. And, and when I say lessons, I don't mean like the person, the survivor did something wrong. That's not what I mean. Yeah. I mean, when we're in difficult situations, there's always things that we can take away from that and yeah. take forward for better out of my situation, being in bed and sick and all the things came this amazing work I get to do now. Wow. So you, you made, you made lemonade out of lemons. For real. Like for in, uh, in the way that your mind works, like I like that you really emphasize on just shifting it. Yes. Shifting the perspective. Like, yeah, trauma will happen. You won't come out of it the same way, but it's the way that you look at it or the way that you view it. And it's normal to have these, these type of experiences. Yeah. And you can't fix normal. Yeah, you can't. Wherever you are as a result of the things you've experienced is normal. Yeah. Whether it's functional or not for you in life and the life you want to lead is the yeah. whole question. And if it isn't, then you go about the process of getting there. Wow. I had, so I was reading like, I read like a quote in this book. I can't remember the name of the book. Um, I was reading this book. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. Amazing. Book. Oh my God. It's so, di- it took me a year to get through it. Yeah, it's intense. It's intense, but... My takeaway from it was, uh, my takeaway from it was like, we all kind of experience things emotionally mm-hmm. at the same type of level. But when you take into outside factors, race, socioeconomic status, someone might extreme experience it more as extreme. Like oh, someone yes. could lose their dog and feel it the same way that I lost my mom. Right. It's all relative. Think about how the worst thing you've, no, from yeah. your own experience is the worst you know. Right? Yes, yeah. And somebody else has had an experience maybe not as bad. Yeah. But to them, that's their worst. Yes. Right? So something that lays them out, you look at it and you're like, maybe, hmm, wow. <laughs> yeah. Right? Or you look at somebody else who's made it through something way more, Yeah. you know, in relativity terms, it's way more extreme than what you've experienced. And you're like, I don't know how they did that. Right? Same. Yeah. And so it's all relative. Yeah. 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 And you said something about perspective. That's huge. It is. So huge. It really is. I used to mope around life thinking that I had it worse than anybody else. Um, And it's just because I was just raised to think that way. I was raised to think that no one has it worse than I do. Um, And I grew up with someone that thought that way. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I started connecting and talking to people and regardless of like our situation with, you know, me growing up a certain type of way and them growing up a certain type of way that might have been more privileged than me. Mm -hmm. There's like still this, this underlying thing that kind of connects humans as one. Yeah. Like humans are so widely connected. Yes. It's crazy. And we all go through the same stuff. It may not look the same person to person, but we all go through the same stuff. And that's one of the questions I ask, like, like life questions. Yeah. Why is it so hard? We all want the same thing. Yes. And we all go through the same stuff. Yes. So why is it so hard? Because people don't have perspective. Bingo. (laughs) Bingo. You (laughs) nailed it. (laughs) All right. Well, do you have any last thoughts? Anything upcoming? Anything we should be on the lookout for? Well, yes. (laughs) So part of my passion, as Mm -hmm. well as doing this work, Mm -hmm. is teaching this work. And the way I've done that this far is um, teaching continuing ed to other therapists. Yeah. Um, and mentoring therapists. I would take one therapist kind of under my wing at a time and teach them everything I know. So there's a few of them floating around out here because it takes a lot of time to do that. Um, And I'm so proud of them. They're doing great. 
Um, and, and I had the opportunity to, to learn from the girl that did the work on me all mm -hmm. those years ago. So I really appreciated that capacity and her willingness to do that. Yeah. Um, but I now have decided we're going to have a school. Yes. To teach this kind of work in its entirety. Yes. And it's not just about techniques, but it's about the whole philosophy and all the things you and I have been just talking yeah. about with spirit, mind, body, and how that all comes together. Um, and how it all comes together in healing. Yes. So, yes, there is a school in the works. It's not there yet, but my Upcoming. target, yes, is next summer okay. to have my first class. Uh, classes are going to be really small because I want people to master this work. This yeah. isn't something you can just, oh, yeah, I spent a few hours in this class and I have the certificate and, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. No, it's not like that. It took a lot of years, so yeah. it's going to take some really intense focused time to, to master it. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of the challenges I have mm -hmm. is explaining to people what it's like to have this work. Okay? Mm -hmm. I, I, I haven't found the right words to explain it. Mm -hmm. Do you have those words? The first thing that I think about is like a breakthrough. And when I say breakthrough, I feel like when it comes down to anything that you've experienced, whether you've been a sexual assault victim, whether you're someone that has a narcissistic parent, whether you're someone that deals with, with depression, or whether you're someone that just simply doesn't think you're good enough, if you want a release and you feel like you can't get a release, then this is something that you 100% should do. Hmm. If you want to have insight, if you want to have some form of clarity, this is something that people should do. So you really, really can speak to the whole spirit, mind, body connection yes. and the release between those three. Yes, yes. And I feel like if people actually did this, I feel like it could honestly, this might sound like extreme, but I feel like this could honestly change a lot of things because people are walking around hurt and they go around and they hurt other people. That's right. You know, and I just feel like if they had just had a moment in time to actually deal with that trauma, to deal with that thing they keep in the back of their mind. If right. they were able to just sit, to lay down on a table, if they were just able to, to be in a room with someone that said, where is it hurting? Mm -hmm. Like you just simply saying like, where is it hurting and where is it bothering you? Mm -hmm. That is just a powerful phrase to me. Wow. Because it's just like, where is it? And let's fix it and let's heal it. Mm -hmm. And the way that you start from one point and there's that release of tension I think people break down because it's just like, wow, I've been holding on to this and I didn't even realize how bad this had been hurting me. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like why when I come, I get so emotional because it's just like, wow, I've been walking around in pain. I've been walking around in, sa in sadness. I had no idea that it was affecting me like this. Yeah. And then whenever that, that tension is released, I'm able to feel other parts of my body that are in right. pain because now I know what it's like to not be in pain. Right, right. And that's, that's why I think everybody should experience it because People walk around in pain all the time, and they don't know what it's like to not be in pain. That's right. You're absolutely right. Thank you. I love that answer. No, seriously. Like, I, it's so crazy to say because the times that I've come to you, I feel like I have, like, an awakening when I, when I leave. Mm. And I feel so exhausted, but in the best way possible. And it's just, like, I've just released so much that I have been holding in. I've released so much sadness, frustration, a lot of questioning. 
and whenever I leave and I go home, I kind of leave with more clarity and I feel like I leave with a little bit more forgiveness too. Wow. That's beautiful. Like seriously, like I, I talk about this all the time and like I have friends that are like, who do you go to? And I'm just like, I'll let you know when she, when she has her books open because like (laughs) I want, I got to get into, (laughs) (laughs) no, but yes, no, but no, but seriously though, like there's no way that I can't put one word down on it. Okay. Well, I can't either, but I really like the way you answered yeah. that. Thank you. It's it's too elaborate. Like I can't explain yeah. it. Like it's it's amazing. Like it really and I'm not even just saying that. No, I I hear you. I appreciate that. So, there's one more thought that I'd like to share if I can. Yes, of course. I think you and I have talked about this, but um there's a difference between growth and healing. Mhm. So our society is really big on growth. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of self-help stuff out there. There's fake self-help too. That too. But in genuine self-help. Yeah. But it tends to be growth oriented. Part of the reason that is, is because growth implies strength. Mm-hmm. Okay. And everybody wants to feel strong. Yeah. Healing implies that there was an injury mm-hmm. or a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And we don't focus so much on that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So it's really important to heal, then grow. Ooh. If you break a bone mm-hmm. and you don't heal it, you're not going to be able to grow muscle around it. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, a word. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to encourage everyone pursue healing and growth, both for what they are at their appropriate time in your journey. It matters. Ooh. Well, any final last thoughts? I think that was it. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's been a lot of fun. No, thank you. I'm really happy you came. Y'all, <laughs> this you. this is Missy. She's honestly amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the To All The People podcast. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Janelle.